This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We have the uh, Swiss tonight to host in the, in the base Medrash, one of the premier mechanichim in, in the United States of America, but the emphasis is career in Chinuch and learning, certainly again, way, way before that. There... Ronald Lopiansky Schlitz is not only the, the Rosh Hashiva in the Yeshiva of Greater Washington down in Silver Spring, who happens to be a, a Rebbe and a figure that a number of our uh, Bakram have looked up to, uh, sometimes in a very literal sense, over the, uh, over the past the number of years that they spent in, in the Yeshiva, but that uh, many, many throughout the United States of America have looked up to as someone who's known as not only an incredibly deep Baal Shava, which is certainly a Shmo Holich Lafanov in that area, one of the premier Talmidim of Amari Virabi and Rosh Shapiro Shlita, but uh, someone who has learned both with and from some of the giants of the, of the Mir Yeshiva, by his own father, by Yerbein Shvinkel, by Rebnachem Pratzavitz and others, someone who has, again, been Mechabal Torah and been Mechabal Mesora, from the greats in learning of uh, Mamish, everyone who's uh, the, the giants of the both past generations and our generations as well, and someone who's taken upon himself to be Marbet's Torah to Talmidim, both here in Eretzisov and then later on in the, the United States of America. The, I don't know if he'll have time to speak about the Yeshiva of Greater Washington, the base matters that he has uh, back at home, but a place of Baruch Hashem, I was just uh, there uh, this past week, as a matter of fact, amongst uh, almost everywhere else in America, but a place to be able to see where Abacharma uh, are sitting and learning and enjoying the, the Rizla Daraisa that, that's there in the base matters is very, very impressive to be able to, to witness and if a push it, feel a part of it. It's a time to always to be there. But also, it's a new couple of Torah to Rilopiansky. Even though the yeshiva is here, and it's the second year, I believe, I've heard so many good things. I've known the uh, Russia yeshiva, who have uh, their worthy reputations in Chinuch and Baruch Hashem. It's uh, I mean, the first impression is extremely positive, and uh, should be very matzliach and should grow in Mitz Hashem, and the many good pairs should come out of it. I want to speak a little bit about a topic that's kind of um, it's it's one of the inyanim of the Mishkan. That's very, very veiled in, in, in mysticism, secrecy. Very hard to get a handle on what it is. And also the Kruvim. The Kruvim, first of all, stand out. I mean, they were in the Kodesh Kadashim. They were the highest point, really, in the Kodesh Kadashim, the Kruvim. The uh, coal came from Bena Kruvim, so to speak. That was the Mokum where Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, was was Masha Shechina. It's remarkable because we never find Tzuras ever in a, um, in a base of Migdash or anything like that. But specifically about what the face, what was the Tzura? Um, each element in the, in the Mishka and the base of Migdash represented something. The Gemara says that the word Kruv comes from the word Ravravi, Api Ravravi, Api Inuki. Um, they were baby-faced. And that's where the expression, that's where the cherub uh, figure of, of, of baby face comes from. And it, it, it obviously represents something. There's something there that is, in a certain sense, the very essence of the, of the Migdash is the Panim of a Tinok. And I'd like a little bit to try to get some sense of it, the fear of Kainu in it. I want to start with 
there's a Goyen here. And the Goyen starts with a medrash. Very strange medrash. It's a medrash in Vayikra. And it speaks over there. It's going from Inyan to Inyan. The medrash speaks about a, a Tarnagol, about a chicken, a rooster. And it's going on La Vina. What does it mean? Uh, it's a Vina. Who gave wisdom to a Sechvi? So the Gemara says it's a Tarn. The Chazal says it's a Tarnagol. Um, now, the Medrash continues something about the Tarnagol's lifestyle. Hado Tarnagolta, a Tarnagol, Kadafrechus de Kikin, when the chicks are young, he mechan shalahoin viyovasin tachasan paya. She takes him under her wings, umeshachna lahoin, umadrana kadmehoin. So it picks at the, at the um, seeds and the stuff in front of it, and it picks out the, um, the, the, the edible stuff and gives it to the chickens. Vikad inun ravya, and when they grow up, one of them wants to get close to it. So the chicks are just fine. They'd like to eat a meal at home. So they come back sometimes. When they, once they started growing already, they come back to the mother. So the mother knocks on their head. And the Amale pecks on the head. Why don't you go and find your own supper? years. The man went, the bear went, the slav, and I covered my and would honor my seal of Nahum. Every you know they had everything was prepared for them. When Kaisal came into Israel. Take your own axe, take your own plows, and get to work. That's the Chazal. So Chazal say um, when, when a chicken is young, when a chicken is young, the hen serves it its meals, gives it everything, and when it gets older and it tries to repeat that shtick, it's chased away and told to go take care of itself. So the Goyen says, the Goyen is in, it's in the Bira Grom Babakama. Kisha Adam Katan Boiteach Al Boyri Me'oid. When a person is um, young, he has a very strong Bitacha Karishparachu. Umanhigo Karishparachu Bashkocha Tsuma Pratis. And then there's a strong Hashkocha on him. Ukshin is Gadl. When you get older, you become more confident. And he has less hashkocha. in Yisrael before the Yam, they were scared of Mitzrayim and they were boteach b'ashem. And when they had less bitachon, they had less hashkocha. That's why you had kruvim that were like youngsters because the young ones are um, the kim of Shechina. So the Goyen says that the same concept of um, young 
and being totally be dependent is the idea of Kruvi. Now, let's just get a sense of it. The Medrash seems to imply that the hen is right. In other words, once you get old enough, go pick up your own supper. And if it comes back, the hen is smart enough to chase it off. That's the Lushen. Masha'en Kane, um, so the sense of it is when you've grown up, that's the better state of affairs, and out you go. The Goyen sort of um, seems to see it the other way. The Goyen says, we needed to have the baby face in the, in the Kruv because that was the Tzura, that was the signon of Kabbalah's Ashkina, of Ashkocha, and so on. Um, so, I, I mean, if the Goyen is coming from the Chazal here, where is he coming over here? So, I'd like to use, I know it's ironic, I to use a Balatanya to explain the Goyen, but I still would like to do it. May they both forgive me if, uh, if you know, if the company they used to say about, I remember who, which godly, he never used to keep uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden's farm together with uh, with uh, farm, German Eivishitz's farm, because he said if they didn't get along, he doesn't want them next to each other on the shelf. But Torah uh, and it's today it's Elevelin, so we'll 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 try to understand it. There's in in the in the Tanya, which is a collection of five different farm of different lengths and so on. There's a small piece. It's called Chanoich uh, Lenar. I'm not sure why it's there, but it's there. And he focuses on the following piece. It says, he goes on the Pesach, Educate a child, a young person, nar kidarko, as is usual for a young person. And even when he gets older, he won't leave it. The pshat that everyone says, and the normal pshat, and probably is the right pshat is, that the test of whether, whether you're training a young person right or you're just banging him in and, you know, forcing him to do something is when he gets older, when he leaves yeshiva and he's gone, um, what's going to be afterwards? If, if you were mechanic the person with his co-host, he will blossom. And if you just hammered him into some framework, he's going to um, leave it. That's the push up shot and that's the, 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 that's sort of a very big, it is a very important issue, and so on. But the Baal has a very different take on the Pasik. And he says as follows. He asks us a question. He learned the Pasik, train a child as you would a child. Now let's use childish approach. The approach that's appropriate for a child. So that even when he comes grown up, he still has a childish approach. That's, that's, the, that's what he says. And he asks the obvious question, what, what's the Pshat now? And he says as follows. He says, in, in a person's life, in Avodah Hashem, imagine you're walking up steps. Let's picture it. You walk up steps, so you're on a landing. When you, get, when you move on to the next step, there's going to be a place where you've left one step and you haven't quite landed with two feet on the second step. You're neither here nor there. And that's a, that's, a, a, that's a moment of great instability because y- you've, you've, you were on, on, on ground and you will be on ground, but you're somewhere in the middle. 
And that's that's sort of that's a, that's that piece is a dangerous piece because a person that's where you slip and fall when you're standing flat on a surface you don't fall but when you're moving because you're not completely there he says imagine a, a child that's going he's learning chumash he's doing very well with chumash and he's all set and you start learning mishnayos with him so he he's he's outgrown so to speak the chumash stage he hasn't found himself in the mishnayos stage and. He has a gap there, and he's not comfortable. The same thing when a person moves up to Gemara, and so on. So he says there are times and periods constantly between stage and stage when you need to have an Amuna, Tmima, and Pshuta. In other words, what characterizes a Nar, a child, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it like this. Children don't have enough das of their own. So they have a meter of trusting the other. A child trusts a parent. A child trusts a teacher, authority. It, it, um, and that's why it's so tragic when a child is hurt by someone who he trusted because his trust is pure. The trust that a child has is, is because he doesn't have his own das to lead him. So he needs to trust in someone and hold on to something. And that's how it functions. When um, a teenager, when, when a child stops being a child and becomes a teenager, he thinks he has das, and he certainly doesn't trust anybody, so he has the best of both worlds. He has the das of a teenager, and, 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 he, and he has the trust of an outsider. But as a person begins to develop and become a bar das, he's now in a position to do for himself and to work for himself and so on. So, so the Baltanya says, in that stage, you'll always need to come back to moments of Tamimistic Amuna and trust rather than reliance on yourself. So yes, the, the Avoda is to start making your own decisions and to start and to start um, working with your Das and with your own Achrayas. But you'll need it for the rest of your life. There will always be periods of just where you have to be boteach. Boteach in the sense relying on someone else rather than yourself. So I'd like to, 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 bring, to, to come back to here. A person's... We are caught between two poles in this world. Two poles and two poles. Um, a person has, on the one hand, bitochna kadosh baruch. Bitochna meaning n- not not this, the, 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 in, this, in the narrow meaning of relying on him for parnasa and so on. It means I, I, I trust. I don't understand it. I don't know why. I don't see it. But I trust in decision making. And then I have the. Uh, and then I have doing myself. Being, being self-being independent. That's the two, the two major tkufas in avoda is a tkufa where a person is doing avoda and a tkufa where, uh, sorry, a tkufa where first a person relies and learns from others and then a tkufa where a person is doing his own avoda. So Kalal Yisrael in the Midbar, it, the, the fact that Akadosh Baruch Hu was Zan and Mephanis and so on and so forth is simply the outer expression 
of what it was. You followed me blindly. You, you, it didn't make sense. Where are we going? We want, I mean, we don't, we don't begin to understand. Dora Midbar was we wandered for 40 years in a place where you could have walked straight across. I mean, no matter how clumsy you are, I mean, just follow, if you'd walk due north, um, you'd be there. It's not a big deal. So for 40 years, you followed blindly. You ate, Akadosh Baruch fed you. You did no avoda of your own. You, you, in, in every sense of the word, physically it was true, there was the man, there was the snap, and that's, that's what you start with. Then when you go to Eretz Yisrael, now's the time for avoda. Now, now a person needs to make his own decisions, needs to do his avoda, and Bez needs to pasken, and Klayosol needs to learn, and they need to do the mitzvahs, and the maizes, and to go to war, and not go to war, and so on and so forth. So the two kufas in Kaisal, there's a kufa of Gidel towards Gadlus, and then there's Gadlus. The Goyen says, Hashros HaShchina is, is, is in the place where we're not grown up, in the place where we're dependent. By definition, Hashros HaShchina means I see myself only as a means for someone else to express his understanding. We don't get the full sense. Hashras Hashem means we are just a platform for our Kaddish Baruch Hu. That, that requires what he calls Kruvya, Apiravi, the face of a child. In other words, in the place in that in in, in the place that Miyuchet Hashras Hashem is where Klal Yisrael sees it, sees themselves. As dependence on Kaddish Baruch Hu. like the guy says, where you have more bitachon. Bitachon means relying on the other rather than on myself. That's where you have Ashras Hashkina. Once Klaisel moved permanently into the Mishkan, into Eretz Yisrael, the Avoda was mostly our Avoda, but we retained a place, a little spot where we had that. Let's. Um, Let's explain it with another point, make it a little more, make the picture larger. In the general sense of learning Torah, and in Yiddishkeit, we have a struggle. If Yiddishkeit is all about our, depending on a Kaddish Baruch, what Hashem says that will do, then a Kaddish Baruch should have given us a Kitzah Shacharach, maybe Mesosasharim, and told us, follow it. Don't ask questions, and that's it. Dismissed. We, we spend time, and a lot of time, and breaking our heads, and working hard to understand, to think, to decide, to make, to, to, to pass it. There, there were, um, many Rosh Hashivas, the Chinuch was, if you, if you went to ask a Shaila, if Yeshiva went to ask a Shaila, just what do you do in case X or Y, you just got over the head, look through the Indian, work it out, and then come and ask. Don't, don't ask like a little child, can I, can't I do this? Tell me that stud them. Tell me, you know, you're supposed to be paskening. So you don't paskin, paskin. But, but you're not, it's not enough to say, can I do this on Shabbos, not do this on Shabbos. Go through it and tell me what your Shiloh is. So, so that's what's demanded of us, on the one hand. On the other hand, there are parts that don't make sense, that will not make sense, and may not make sense for many years, um, and uh, and 
we're supposed to rely on it. Which one is it? And the answer is, it's both. In that, Torah is something that has in itself Mishpatim, which is Tolinao Seichel, and has in itself Torah, which is HaKadosh Baruch And like the Balatanya says it in his language, you need to have Nairus in yourself, and the sense of, I may not understand, but this is what's right to do, and so what I have to do. The Pasuk says, Nar Yisrael Kerehaveyu. Klal Yisrael is a Nar, and HaKadosh Baruch loves it. Nar is not a complimentary term. If you take a look in, in Tanakh, Nar means, even if the person is an older person, um, a Nar is like a gopher. It's, it's another way, a, 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 a translation for Nar is, if you look through Tanakh, Nar is the guy who gets sent. He's the guy that, okay, you know, Fred, take it and, and go with it. That, that's, that's the Nar. A, a Nar is not a complimentary term at all. But what does it mean, Nar Yisrael Ka'aveu? I like Klal Yisrael when the Nar, the Nar. The answer is because it's a certain part of yourself. It is, it, it, the brain has to be developed and mature, but the core of it, in the Beis Hamidash itself was a place where, where we did Avoda. And everything we did over there was our Avoda, and that's how we earned our Parnassah. The, 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 the schus of working based on Mikdash and so on were things that, that brought Shefa to the world. But the core of the Beis Mikdash was a place, the high point of the Beis Mikdash was a place where we had the image of a babe, of a dependent. And that's where the Shechina spoke to us. Outside, we had to rely on ourselves. We had to bring chatos, and we had to bring tmidim, and we had a lishkas hagazes that passed in halachis, and everything. We were the ones that performed it. There was a bezdash al kohanim, you know. There was a Torah kahuna, and 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 this was up to us to decide and to do. But the core of it was 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 a tzura of 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 a dependent, and and the shechina spoke from bein abadim, from bein akuvim, because. That's where, that's where the voice of the Shechina comes from. Reb Chaim Shlavitz used to quote very often a uh, Chazal, it was one of his favorite Chazal. Um, it, it says, Adamu Toshi Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps, saves Adam Ubehema. What does it mean, Adam Ubehema? So Chazal say, Elo Anoshim She'arumim Kanoshim, people who are as bright and as intelligent as humans can be, but but they act totally dependent and but like a behemoth. There's an extraordinary truth of the Rivash. Someone asked him about Kabbalah and presented a whole list of problems with, with the Mekubalim and how they daven and what shouldn't be Avodazur and this and that. And he answers it's a classic tshuva. <coughs> but on the Lemaisa, he says, I'm telling you the answers that are correct. But if you're asking me practically how should a person act, he says, um, that was a giant in Kabbalah, but he davened Ketino Penyomo. There was a certain, um, his davening was Pashit. It was without thinking that he knows Kavanis is that, he davened with the simplicity of a child asking his father for something. And that's, I think, what he was Mechavim 
it's 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 a it's an important it's almost a paradox in a yeshiva in in in, in a yeshiva's goals a, a yeshiva um, is teaching a person to be very proactive in Yiddishkeit, proactive intellectually, proactive in Maisim. We're taught everything depends on what we're going to do, and everything depends on our Maisim, and Tanuaz Olukim, and Tzorilot Chateshi, and the Mesifter Rekia Paskins, like what we do here, and so on. That's the Chinuch of, that's our Chinuch. But, and we shy away. One of the reasons that yeshivas have traditionally shied away from an overly philosophical investigation of, of core issues is the f- afraid of ruining that nekuda of tmimus that should be in a person's pnimius. In other words, my sense of Hashem at some point should be you know, from this point onwards, I am simple, humble, flesh and blood, and standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it melts, my chachma and my das and everything else melts away. Um, and and you, you, you sometimes pick up when somebody's very smart and maybe you've accomplished learning, but there's a haughtiness there that, that, that goes through and through. And there's no point where a person is, you know, like, 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 you just don't sense that. And, and it, we don't, a person like that, we don't sense and as being out of God, we respect him for the learning, we respect him for his knowledge. But a true person that's kosher to Kaddish Baruch Hu has both of them. And we should be Zaycha, Baruch Hashem, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a makom that's very good, and it's a makom that the, you, the, 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 the atmosphere you feel when you come in is, is a dveikas and learning and Yerushalayim. It's something you should gain from, from it. Is It's a split personality. But that's the way Yiddishkeit works. The Beis Hamikdash is a place where it's rounded klakavoda. Everything depends on it. But at the core, it's the face of a child. When you face Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you say me'anu, me'chayenu, me'chastenu, me'tzakenu, me'ishenu. Really, from this point onwards, it's all meaningless. And that's the place where there's Ashras Hashchina, where there's Kruvim, where there's a, a tzura of of a tinok, fully trusting. And fully understanding that his job is just to hold tight to the hand of one that's leading him, that's where Kurdish Baruch who speaks to a person. That's love.